get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by the Cardinals insider for Cardinals.com. He's John Denton joining us here on the show as he does each and every week. And he does so following one hell of a performance last night by Miles Michaelis. Eight innings, three hits allowed, zero earned runs against him. John, we appreciate the time as always, man. Is it fair to say at this point that Miles Michaelis is officially all the way back to the form that we were expecting from him this year? Yeah, because you know that was that was big time. Just like last week in Cincinnati, you know they were facing the the possibility of losing a series in Cincinnati. Three of their big guys were out of the lineup. Uh, you know they had a couple of ugly losses in Cincinnati. Miles goes out there and he absolutely shoves. Last night, uh, you know you're coming off a bad loss where you almost had a perfect game thrown against you by the by the Royals. Uh, you're going into a two day break. You're ending 19 days straight. Miles goes out there and absolutely shoves. You know, he outpitched uh, Grinky. Uh, just he probably could have finished that game. He had a blister developing on one of his fingers. Uh, could have finished that game, but you know that was big time. Uh, you know, you look at those first three starts. Uh, Miles had a ten ERA. I think a lot of that came because he was pitched sporadically in in the WBC. Uh, you know, so those first three starts were kind of like another spring training for him. And you know, since then. The, the guy's done nothing but pitch well. I think he has a 2-11 ERA in his last nine starts, 4-0. Uh, and The Cardinals have won his last six starts as a team. So that's what it's all about. You know, that's what you want in, in a front-of-the-rotation type guy, a guy who can go out and stop a losing streak, a guy who can go out and get a win when you absolutely need it. So, so John, with that being said, and if I think everybody in this room believes the same as you do, that th- this is Miles Michaelis, and he's a, a number two at best for this team's rotation. How does that play into the Cardinals' decisions moving forward? Because we heard John Mozalek say a couple of days ago on Bally Sports that they envision themselves attaining talent to help this team make a deep run in the playoffs. And if you know that this is what Miles Michaelis is, where do you think the team's mind is moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we all know they need a number one. We all know they don't have a number one. You know, it's that's that's nothing new around here. Uh, you know, at best case scenario, Wayno would have been a two or three. Uh, Miles is a really good pitcher. Is is he elite? No, I don't. I'm not, I wouldn't put him in that top tier. But he is a guy who's going to win 15 games. He's a guy who's going to give you a three and a half ERA. He's got he's a guy who's going to go out there and show toughness like he has in his last two starts. Uh, you know, and I said going into the season. If Jack Flaherty was their ace, they could compete with anybody in baseball. If Jack Flaherty is their number three or four starter, they're a mediocre team, you know. And so far, Jack hasn't shown the consistency to be that ace guy. So, you know, if you're looking to go get talent, if you want a difference maker, if you want to make this team a a true contender, you know, you look at a a Shane Bieber, you look at a 
Giolito or uh, Dylan C, somebody like that. I mean, that's that's a guy who moves the needle. You know, uh, you know this this team proved last off season. I mean, I'm sorry, last trade deadline, they went and got Montgomery. They went and got uh, you know the lefty out of Pittsburgh. That those were guys who made you better, but those weren't guys who made you contenders. If you want to go get a, if you want to be a true contender, you got to go get a you know a top line guy. And you know we all know who that's going to mean. That's going to mean talking about Jordan Walker. That's going to mean talking about Nolan Gorman and, and Mason Wynn. So, John, I'm glad you brought up Shane Bieber. It's his birthday today, and we're all wishing him a very happy 28th birthday here in St. Louis. Can't wait for him to celebrate in St. Louis, John. Very excited for him to go out to the free zoo that is here in the city of St. Louis. I I am curious, though, because I I was looking at his numbers compared to Miles Michaelis basically since the start of last season. John, they're nearly the same pitcher, And, and I say that as, in some ways, like a compliment to Miles Michaelis, but also a question of, He's not a guy that strikes a bunch of players out. He's not the same pitcher that he was early on in his career, and that's not inherently a bad thing. You don't have to strike everybody out in order to be a successful pitcher, but can you be a team that enters the playoffs? Like if the Cardinals went into the deadline and said, you know what, Shane Bieber's our guy. We're going to trade what it takes to be able to get that. Does Bieber and Michaelis at the front end of a rotation, is that is that enough to really be a contender in this National League in your mind? Well, if you know if the bats get hot and in a perfect storm, maybe it makes you a contender. But I'm not sure it puts you in that upper tier. I mean, Atlanta is really good, you know. It's and I still think San Diego's going to come around at some point. Philadelphia is really good. Like you see those bats in that lineup, you have to go to Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I, I think it makes you a division champion. I think it makes you can win a wild card with with Shane Bieber and Miles at the top of the rotation. I'm not sure it makes you a contender though. You know, I mean. I mean, uh, an ace is a guy you give the ball to and you expect seven innings in that first playoff game. You expect to win 90% of those games, 80% of those games. Uh, Bieber is good. Miles is really good. But, you know, they're not that that prototypical number one, you know, Chris Carpenter guy you expect to go out there and throw a, you know, complete game shutout. Uh, You know, like I said, it, it makes you a, it makes you a, a first-round winner. It makes you a division champion. I'm not, not sure that makes you a, a you know a con- true contender. Do you believe that there is an ace available, John, that the Cardinals could attain that puts them in that contender category? Well, you know, it is curious to see what will happen with the White Sox. You know, I mean, Dylan Cease was an ace in every sense of the word last year. Uh, you know, it's that that's out there. But again, you know, like we said last week, like if Nolan Gorman was hitting all these home runs for Oakland right now, how mad would Cardinal fans be? If Jordan Walker was playing for the Royals right now and you had traded him away, like how mad would Cardinal fans be? Just just understand that if you go after a certain level of pitcher, they're not just going to ask for Nolan Gorman. They're going to ask for Nolan Gorman and Mason Wynn. Like it's going to it's going to be painful the price. Uh, you know, there's there's a reason why there's only so many teams who have aces there's not that many to go around and you know if you want one you're going to have to pay a steep steep price john denton is our guest here on 101 espn you can read his piece breaking down last night's game and miles michaelis's start at cardinals.com you could also follow him on twitter at john denton 555 so john the cardinals just completed that stretch of games that i know cardinals fans are sick of hearing about with 19 games in 19 days they go 12 and 7 in that stretch end up making up quite a bit of ground in this division because uh, nobody else finished better than nine and eight and that was cincinnati in this stretch of days what did we learn about the cardinals john in this 19 game stretch in your mind what was your biggest takeaway from this stretch 
Well, I think we know it's there now, you know, Brandon. I, like, after that first month, you're beginning to wonder. Like, there's nights where you're thinking, maybe this team's just not that good. You know, I mean, but now you see the potential of this team. I mean, to go to Wrigley and win two out of three, to go to Boston and sweep that bunch, and then you come back home and you take five out of seven against the Brewers and Dodgers. Like, that's a legit stretch. That shows you what this team can be when they're firing on all cylinders. And, you know, I, I think I think during that series, I think Milwaukee realized, oh, man, we're in trouble. These guys, we thought they were dead, and they're not dead. Uh, you know, I think the Cardinals are still going to win this division. I think they have a lot of good baseball left in them. Uh, you know, I, I know fans got sick of hearing about the 19 in a row. They're million-dollar athletes. <laughs> but guess what? Million-dollar athletes get tired, too. Like, anybody out there, if you work 19 days in a row, you're going to get tired. You're not going to be at your best. Uh, yes, they make a lot of money. Yes, they fly on pampered planes and that sort of thing. But you still get tired. And it's real. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Fatigue is fatigue. And, you know, it it was good to see them push through last night. Again, Miles, you know, Miles really came up nails for that bunch. And that was that was big to go into this two-day break with with a victory. John, coming out of this two-day break, what do you think this outfield looks like for the Cardinals? Oh, God. <laughs> and please don't tell me Oscar Mercado starting in center field. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. I, I think you know. I think Dylan Dylan Carlson could. You know, he he won't be back right away in Pittsburgh, but I think he'll be back soon. He's running well. Um, you know, I I'm, I have my hopes uh, that a certain six foot six, two hundred forty five pound right fielder will show up. Uh, talking know, about I, little Poppy. Hey, talking, talking about Moises Gomez. He's talking about the, the <laughs> yeah, second yeah, coming yeah. of he's David not, Ortiz. He's not quite that tall. <laughs> I mean, let's face facts. Jordan Walker was not the issue when he was sent down. Um, I, I, I worry that there was damage done there. Uh, you know, I talked to his dad a couple of days ago, and, and he admitted, you know, it took Jordan a couple weeks to get over what happened. Like, it, he was on board with the plan, but it hit him pretty hard. And, you know, I, I, I think they need to get that kid back here. Like, you don't do that to your, your first-round draft choice. You don't do that to a guy who's going to be your right fielder for the next 10 years and – you know, I'm 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 hoping that he's back because the guy's an electrifying player. No, he's not a great right fielder yet, but you know, he hit he had a hundred and fourteen point seven mile an hour ground ball the other night. What's wrong with that? You know, I I don't think he's ever gonna be the thirty five, forty home run guy, but I think he can be a hundred RBI guy. I think he can guy a guy who hits thirty five doubles a year. Put that in any lineup. Any team in baseball would take that right now. Yeah, don't tell Tanner that, John, because Tanner <laughs> hates ground ball percentage. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not that guy. <laughs> what a drive by my God. Uh, John, I did want to ask you about the catcher situation. They have three of them on the roster right now. Now, we know a lot of that was because of the 19 games in 19 days. Do you expect that to change by the time that we see the Cardinals take the field in Pittsburgh on Friday? Yes, I 100% expect that to change. You know, I mean, Trace Barrera is on this. Only to, only reason he's on this roster is because they want to have the flexibility to be able to pitch hit for Andrew Kisner every now and then. But the problem is Kisner's not catching much lately. Uh, you know, and he's been hitting been the bulk of the load. What's up? And he's been hitting, John. He Andrew yeah. Kisner's actually been hitting well lately. He's been hitting well. You know, cause nobody in that clubhouse prepares harder and better than Andrew Kisner. You know, there are a lot of nights where – even if Kisner's not in the game, pitchers will go to him and talk to him about things because that guy preps whether he's in the lineup or not. So I know, you know, Kisner's a kind of a, a guy who draws a lot of ire in the city, but that guy prepares. That guy's in the in this league for a reason. Uh, you know, he's hitting the ball again. 
So, no, I, I think Trace Barrera is gone. I think they're going to drop the three-catcher thing. They needed that security blanket. When you're going through 19 in a row, you need to you know, have some flexibility there. They didn't know how much they would need Kisner during the stretch. I think he will, you know, I think Trace Barrera will be gone. I think that spot will help them, you know, give them a little more outfield depth uh, and, and, and make them, you know, a deeper bench, a, a better team uh, late in games. Andrew Kisner quietly with a better OPS on the season now than Wilson Contreras. Did not have Why'd that on that? my bingo Why'd card. You do that that man? is for damn sure. Hey, John, we appreciate the time, man. I know this is an off day for you, just as it is for the Cardinals. You haven't had many of those lately. So thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Thanks for having me. I, I knew that uh, Tanner was an egghead. I didn't know he was an analytical egghead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't like I, that 60 I, gr- 60% John, ground ball I, rate, John. We're using that as a drop on the show I, from now on. I, I don't know why I got thrown under the bus. I, I did not want Walker to go down. John, I don't know why Ferrari ran me over with the ground bus. ground ball rate. I don't understand it. <laughs> You're the best, yep. John. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks, guys.